Hey guys, this is Kurt, producer of Your Push Coach, and today we're continuing with the Virtual Leader Summit. Today is Session 1, Part 2. Don't forget you can watch the full summit on Josh's YouTube, and you can also grab the Leaders Bundle for 99% off at joshcoats.com. I need you to understand the difference between the head and the heart because it will help you to finally live your life in alignment to constantly. Now, as a life coach, I'd love to spend three to six months with you working on that. I'm not selling a package for that tonight. Uh, None of you want to hear the prices on that package, okay? I have some programs where we can work on things like that. Oh, don't call me Mr. Green Jeans. That's so mean. That's such a trigger. (laughs) It's okay. I've moved on. It's fine. But what I want you to just, if you get nothing else from tonight, is start questioning every thought that comes through your brain. Every feeling that you have. Is this head or is this heart? And if it's head, I'm not pretending that it's just going to magically go away, but I do believe that the beginning of stopping the trigger, the beginning of stopping the cycle is becoming aware and identifying it for what it is. Does that make sense? It doesn't mean that tomorrow someone ghosting on Instagram is going to feel good. Okay. It still doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't mean that just like this, you magically become a a magical unicorn. But what it does is it helps you to identify what it is and what it isn't so that you can move past it. Does that make sense? It's it, it's one of the reasons in like both my Push Elite program and our, and our life coach certification, everyone literally practices on each other every single week, just coaching each other over and over and over and over to work through that stuff. In programs like the Push Elite, we have Q&A every single week. And I do that very much on purpose because I know even though I'm teaching them a lot on leadership and sales and marketing, they're still dealing with some of this. And if we don't get this out of the way, no amount of sales training is going to matter. If you can't take action, which by the way, we got Ashley Drew, who I was going to mention later, who since she learned the way I use questions in the DMs, she's made a sale every single day of the last week, just following the questions that I taught her. But do you know why it's worked so well for her? Because she didn't three today. She said, geez, I think she made two on our call today. (laughs) I'm like, it's okay. You don't need to listen. Just keep selling. It's fine. Just keep doing that. The reason it worked so well for her is because she didn't get in her head about whether or not it would or would it work, whether it was right or wrong or weird or blah, 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 blah. She was able to just go take action. And so when you can get really good at self-coaching, okay, it doesn't mean you're invincible, but what it does mean is you're able to finally take the action of some of the other things you're learning. Does that make sense? So no more mindset work. Of course, I want you to keep reading books, listening to podcasts, but I want you to reframe the purpose. The purpose is not to try to feel a little bit better today. The purpose is to focus in on the things you specifically need to reprogram the things in your head that are holding you back. Does that make sense? All right. Now, our next one, we're going to talk about leadership. Okay. And we're actually going to skip messaging and come back to it in a little bit because I have my head master coach. Where is he at? Mark, I'm trying to... There there he is. There he is. And we're going to bring on Mark. Mark is the headmaster coach in my life coach certification. 
He helps out with every group that I run. He is what I call a true coach. And what that means is I am a certified life coach who is literally loves talking about sales and marketing. And I could speak all day and night because that's what I just drink pre-workout and talk all the time. That's what I do. Mark loves to teach and facilitate. He is more of like our community person that helps everybody else get involved. Um, I'm the Michael Jordan because I'm a ball hog. He's the Scotty Pippen. He likes to get everybody else involved and he's so freaking good at it. He's going to teach you guys tonight some stuff about leadership that's going to freaking blow your mind. So I want you guys to give some like jazzy welcome to Mark Hildebrand as he comes to teach for a little bit. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for that, Josh. What's up, man? What's up for being here? Of course, dude. I'm super pumped up. By the way, guys, nobody is sleeping tonight. I'm just saying, like when you get off this call, like even when I'm a co-host, I get fired up from Josh. Like I know I ain't sleeping for three weeks, but it's going to be worth it. All right. It's going to be worth it because he's taking you through one third of the equation and he lets me speak about my favoriteest part in the whole wide world. Now, how many of you guys, after you answer that, like on on a scale of one to 10 around mindset, how many want you want to go back and change that answer now? You're like, maybe I'll move it down or maybe I'll move it up a little bit, right? And it's it's really the power of awareness, okay? Because a lot of things are happening. There's a lot of moving pieces. Would you rather know what the moving pieces are? Or would you be like, oh man, I just, I just want to close my eyes and I want to just hope and pray, right? And that's what we really want to do today is we want to bring awareness to some things, right? Now, how many of you guys is the first time you ever heard head versus heart? How many of you guys? Okay, it looks like we have a couple of people who are new. And a couple of people who are in our life coach certification or in some of our calls where we talk about it a lot, right? And it's this internal battle that we have going on in our brain, right? And remember that we have 95 to 90, 97% of our thoughts are automatic and they tend to go down the head path really, really quickly. But I want you to think about this for a second, all right? Because I have a YouTube channel, it's called Modern Leadership, and we talk about we see things differently. And what I mean by that is as a leader, you need to see things through your leadership lens. How all the stuff applies to you. Yes, I want you to be doing that and be thinking about that. But everything that I'm teaching and training, everything that Josh is talking about is like, oh, sh- this is happening to my team, to my customers, to people on Instagram, to my family, because it is. Everybody has what we call the push method going on. It's our universal leadership tool, but they have this battle of head versus heart. And if you're getting stuck in a certain area, whatever it is, it's like your trigger, right? Based off of your past, based off of your emotional experiences, the things you've done over and over again. If you feel like you're getting stuck in that area, there's other people out there who are also going to be getting stuck, but they might be getting stuck in different areas than you. Maybe they have had past experiences or situations where they're actually feeling like they're stuck. And that kind of like brings me into the the perfect time for me to to explain to you like really how I messed it up <laughs> is how I want to talk. I always love talking about like how I messed it up. Any, anybody out there get paid because you messed it up at first and you actually succeeded through it and you learned and you grow and as a part of it, now people come to you because of it. I always like to, to remind people of that because maybe that thing that you're struggling with right now is actually going to be your superpower because you went through it. How many of you guys would love to like get coached from somebody who's never done that thing before? Versus they've actually physically gone through something you have and you're like, you have the answers to me for or for me. And so that's why I want to, number one, start reframing these things, but also show you like where my like plateau was. And this is the difference between what's called mentoring and true coaching. Now, Josh has been t- t- talking a lot about true coaching. He hasn't named it, but he talks about like this head versus heart, this internal battle that we have going on. We all have it as humans, right? Our brain wants to keep us safe. So it's going to throw whatever it can 
to get us off track, to prevent us from doing those things, to convince us to do something else, to get us to feel a different way, whether it's buffering, eating certain foods, whatever it is, our brain will really throw us off path. But there's also this distinction between mentoring and true, true coaching that I want to go into today because it really is what capped my and my wife, Teresa's potential. So quick story about us. Um, I police sergeant from LAPD, 20 years. Um, she worked at UCLA Medical Center. Um, it, we were really overweight, especially me. I ended up losing 100 pounds. She lost about 35 pounds. And when you lose that amount of weight, guess what? People come out of the woodwork and they go, how can you help me do this, right? And so I was a coach and I started to help people and I started to build up and I had a pretty good team. And it was getting to the point where I was like, I hit this, for me, it was $40,000 a year. And I was like, I was trying to retire Teresa and then eventually was going to retire myself. But here's the thing. I, I was a coach for just under seven years. But the truth was is that first year I really took off and then six years after that, it was kind of like I was just reliving the same year, like time and time again. I was working harder. I was putting in more effort. I was going to every single event. I was listening to everything that they were trying to teach me. How many of you guys ever had that where you get to this point where you're like, I need to take it to the next level and your brain immediately goes, well, then I have to work more. I have to do 10 times as much. I have to reach out to 10 times as many people. And instead of like thinking about maybe, maybe I can think about it a little differently, which is what we're talking about here today. You throw more work and more energy. And I, I, I love this. I know why people say this and they say, just be here a year from here, right? A year from now. And I'm like, I've done that six years. And they're like, just be consistent. Have you heard that? I'm like, I am Mr. Consistent. You tell me what I need to do to succeed. And I will do it every single day, multiple times a day. And it wasn't working. And what I found is like, I had capped my potential at that specific time. And what we're going to talk about today is the reason why, or what I'm going to talk about is the reason why I capped this potential. Because what happened is when I changed this, when I understood what true coaching was and what mentoring was and where each one had to play, it finally allowed me to use this skill of true coaching to actually get to the root of people's problems to help them get past what was actually keeping them stuck. Here's the thing. When you're talking about mentoring, mentoring is basically, and we'll go over in a little bit more detail, but it's you using, whether it's your past or the things that you've personally done to be able to achieve the results that you have. Life coaching is asking people questions, really getting in there to help them uncover what is actually keeping them stuck. We talked before about head versus heart, right? We all have this internal battle, but it's different for everyone else. But what happens when we get tra trapped in the head voice but yet somebody keeps telling us, oh, you've got to do this. You've just got to read more personal development. You just got to listen to, you just got to be here a year from now. You just got to, and they keep what's called coaching the action line. No amount of action is going to get them to take action because they're stuck in their head. And that's when this opportunity actually, as a matter of fact, two years before that is when this opportunity of true coaching, where a lot of people call it life coaching, but true coaching like had been presented to me a couple of times. But guys, the head voice is very tricky. And it was like, Mark, I don't think you should do that. Like you have, you're working full time. You're still doing this coaching thing. You got to still find all this time to give your team and all this stuff. And I had capped that potential, but I was like, oh, I just got to push a little bit harder. I'm almost there. Now, when I leaned into true coaching in the first year, when I understood and developed uh, my life coaching, I actually 4X my business. The year after that, I doubled it again. Now, I've since been able to retire and retire my wife this year and become a full-time life coach because I understood what true coaching 
really meant and what it was and what was holding me back from my potential. Now, I want to share with you like some of the different ideas behind true coaching so that you understand what's going on and how you can, as a leader, actually help people when you understand how to ask really great questions. Like Josh said in the inbox, it happens with sales, but it also happens with your family. It also happens when it comes to your team. It also happens with getting people to take action. And guess what? It also happens with asking yourself great questions. And the reason why is because belief is ultimately what derives behavior. I still remember when Josh taught, um, taught this to me first, like six years ago. He's like, what you believe will fundamentally get you to take action or not take action. It's not the amount of information that you need. It's not advice or direction. It's your personal BS or belief system that is actually preventing you from taking those actions. Guys, how many of you guys could have just Googled leadership today? Did you do that? Did it work? Like, it, I mean, it, we have so much information. So it's the truth is, it's not the information. It's that our fundamental belief system is preventing us from doing the things that we need to do. And when you understand that and the difference between mentoring and coaching, you can get to the root of people's problems. And when you get to the root of people's problems, it's such a such an important piece because when you do that, you actually stop coaching the action line and instead create deep connections with them that they are like, they will follow you anywhere. Here's the thing. If somebody's struggling with something and this is this was what I was guilty of and I was like, you know what? You just got to read this book. Like, just do this, do this, do this. And they wouldn't do it. And then I would get angry or resentful and frustrated. And I had no idea really why they weren't doing that. And all I did was just telling them, hey, just take these different steps and they never took it. It would start to make me get angry and frustrated. But when I knew how to ask great questions and I could get to the root of what it is that they were kind of like struggling with, I was no longer bypassing and just telling them to feel different or just telling them to do it, just push through it, right? Like that's some of the worst advice ever. Like just push through it. Like how about finding your heart voice and doing it with the level of energy and passion that is actually going to make you succeed? There's a difference between the energy that you have when you're doing something because you're like just checking the box. Would you agree? Versus I'm about to change somebody's life right now. I'm going to not only that, like this is going to be a game changer for their family too. And when you lean into that, the box doesn't look like a box so much anymore. It looks like somebody else in social media that has a family just like yours. And the energy that comes through, even if it's a message, is 100% different. Now, when we talk about mentoring, what I mean by mentoring is you're using your own personal experiences and what you've learned along the way to help others. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying there's a time and a place to do that. Now, what it requires is in order for you to be able to mentor, you have to have success in that specific area, right? Because you're giving somebody steps and tools. If you're giving somebody steps and tools and you're mentoring and you've never done it before, that's kind of like a sticky ground, right? Josh didn't really talk about this, but back when he was building up his life coaching business, like he was literally coaching people who were like million dollar earners way on the top of their game that you would seem that they would be more successful. Well, how did he do it? Well, because he understood the value of asking powerful questions rather than just leaning on the things that he had personally known. Now, there's this other part of the equation, which is when you use mentoring, it also assumes that they can take the same actions as you and get the same results. Uh, Josh hit me with a hard one on this one. He said, it is arrogant and ignorant to believe that someone can take the same actions that you've taken and get the same results that you did. We all have different strengths, different weaknesses, 
different people that we're attracting. We are, we are just all different. You can't tell me that, hey, these are the four different things that I did to be successful. And then I do those four and expect me to have success. We all have different strengths, different things that we can lean into. And really just telling people what those steps are is just mentoring. Now, when it comes to true coaching, true coaching is using questions to help uncover what is really holding people back. You get to the root of the problem. You find out that maybe they're like, they sent a message to somebody, right? And the person didn't send a message back. And their thought is like, oh man, I must be a terrible leader, right? Maybe their belief system is, I'm not good at leading people. See, I knew I was never going to be successful. And then as we go through that entire experience, it just creates this whole entire head voice, which we call our old story, that actually does manifest into you not being the leader that you want to show up. But instead, what if you leaned into your heart? One of the questions I always love to ask, even in our life coach certification is like, if Josh was struggling with this thing, what would he think? If Josh sent a message to one of you guys and you didn't respond, by the way, I was one of those people back in the day when Josh sent a message to me, but what would Josh say? Would he say, this, my business sucks. Like I suck. I'm a terrible leader. This is never going to work. Or would he be like, okay, that's just not my person. I mean, I'm probably kind of glad that person didn't respond because I don't want to have negative energy in my group, right? And it's because when we think about other people, it's easy to lean into the heart. But when we think about ourselves, we all have this filter through our head and it's very hard to get out of our head. Now, when it comes to true coaching, you also can help people identify what their purpose and potential is, and especially if they've been hiding from it, all right? It's very easy to lean into your head and forget about the impact you're making in the world. Forget about why you signed up for this business. What kind of impact has this made for you and for your family? And why do you want to pass that on to others? What has this made possible for you that somebody out there doesn't even know exists? They have no hope of getting past what you have been able to successfully navigate. And they're literally, they don't even know it. They're waiting for you to come across their newsfeed today and to make that post when you don't feel like it, to do the story, to do the reel, to do whatever, because they need to have that level of hope. That's what true coaching can get you to do, right? And it does a freaking incredible thing about keeping you motivated. When you tap into your heart voice, even what we just talked about like right now, the purpose for you doing this, why you're here like on a Wednesday night, like leaning into this training because you know the power, not only for this, for your family, but also for the world out there. It's an entirely different energy than just checking the box, right? Now, I want you to take a screenshot of this, all right? And I'm going to pass it back to Josh after this, but I'm literally going to teach you some of the rules of true coaching, okay? We don't have an opportunity to actually practice this. This is literally what we do inside of our life coach certification for three months. We have some of you guys on, dude. Super, I'm actually glad to see you guys here too. But these are really universal tools that you have to remember when you are true coaching, right? So you're somebody struggling with something. You give them steps, you give them actions, and they come back and they haven't done that. It's no longer time to mentor, guys. It's time to lean into true coaching. How many of you guys have had that? Where you've given them all the steps and you've given them all the strategies and they're not taking action. Well, that's when true coaching really comes in, right? Now, when you're true coaching, number one is you're letting the person tell their story, meaning you're not injecting. You're not like, oh, you know what? This That happened to me too. Or you're like, you know what? These are the three things you need to do. No, that's not true coaching. True coaching is you letting the person tell their story. Many times, just letting them tell their story. Have you guys ever had this where somebody's just listening to and you they say it out loud or you say it out loud and you're like, it made total sense in my brain, but it doesn't make sense out loud. I don't even know why I was even like worried about that. Just literally having that conversation can sometimes change the game. The second rule is being genuinely curious and caring. 
Meaning you're curious in terms of if they tell you something happened or didn't happen, you're legitimately curious about why. Not because you're guiding them in a direction, right? We don't ask people a question to get them to go down this path that we want them to go. We're asking them because we're genuinely curious and we care about them and we want to find out why it is they're stuck or why they're doing or not doing something. Number three is set your expert role aside. And this is the hardest thing ever, (laughs) okay? I want you to take your mentoring hat off and I want you to put your life coaching hat on or your coaching, true coaching hat on, right? What I mean is if somebody comes to me and they're talking about health and fitness and they're talking about struggling with it, you know how easy it is to talk about like my 100 pound weight loss journey and the workouts and stuff that I did? Question, if I started out with P90X and Insanity uh, and Shakeology and I went through that whole entire thing, what would I? What would happen if somebody came up to me and they were like 400 pounds and I said, guys, this is what you got to do, okay? You need to grab P90X. You need to drink results of recovery, which is back in the day, right? You got to do this and this and this. Like, would, would you think that that would be the best way to lead? Or how about if you just got curious and caring and you started asking questions? Well, what are some things you liked? What are some things you don't like about it? What are some things that you feel like you're struggling with? Like, if we were able to solve this in advance, what would be some things that we could set up so that you wouldn't even have to struggle with that anymore? And really asking those questions, can you see the power of like how we're able to find the answers? And let me tell you guys, a lot of the times the answers are what we do because what we do is pretty incredible, right? But sometimes they're not. But when you're leaning in and you're getting curious and caring and you set your expert role aside, it allows them the opportunity to find it rather than you point it out to them. If this, if you guys have kids, this is so powerful too. Instead of telling them what to do, asking them questions to get them to identify what to do, it literally gets them to buy in and they will do it because now it's their idea and it's not yours. Fourth one is allow for silence. I love silence so much, even though people make it like they feel so awkward. Have you guys ever had that where you ask a question that nobody said anything and you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm just going to do something. I know Josh, he like taps the desk and stuff. It, it can be a little awkward, but for me, as a life coach, I understand that what silence means is I asked a great question and they need to go into their subconscious mind to find it. Remember, the problem isn't in their conscious mind. It's in our subconscious mind. And maybe we could ask a question and they got to go, I've never been asked that before. Let me think about that. They're now going in there to find something that allows me to get to the root of the problem. So allow for silence. You ask a question, be okay with just giving some silence. Last one is, or not the second to last one is listen to learn, not to respond. So remember, we're listening to learn, not to wait until the end of the sentence so that we can ask our next question. Some of our life coaches even get a little bit a little bit caught up here and they're like, they're in the middle of, of having a conversation with somebody and they're like, what's my next question? And I'm like, well, you have to be all into what they're telling you. Wait until they're done telling you and say, what would be my next general question if I wanted to ask them? Like, here's the thing, guys. If you were just like having a conversation with like you wanted your girlfriend or something, like you wouldn't be saying, oh, what's the next question I should ask? You would be all in. And then once you got done, you'd be like, well, what happened? Like, what happened with this, right? And that's what the level of true coaching is because you're there being there to learn, not to just respond. And the last one is probe to learn more. Watch for excitement. Now, Josh will say this, and I do it all the time too on my one-on-one calls, is like when I ask a great question, when I'm like, hey, if I could remove all the pain, all the struggle, all the obstacles, all of the sacrifice and just reach out and give you a goal. Like I, you, I could just hand it to you. What would you want to achieve in the next six months? And you're going to see somebody, they're going to light up and they're going to they're gonna picture it in their brain. They're going to vision it. They're going to get all excited. And then you know what happens? Their head voice kicks in and they go like this. Uh, well, I think like $100 a week, that'd be great. And you're like, wait, 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 hold on a second. What was that thing you first thought of, right? What was that thing that got you super excited? 
I want to go there because I really want to pull out what Josh calls push goals, like goals that scare the crap out of you, but it's really worth going for. I want to lean into it, but I also want to find out what's the voice that was telling you that it's not possible. And so I will literally watch for both levels of excitement. Number one is when they get really excited. I'm like, that's a hard voice. Let's tap into that. But also I don't want to disregard the head voice because here is the thing, guys. If you have, like, say, let's say you're planting a garden, right? And the garden is full of weeds, okay? Head voices. Would throwing more seed, the hard voices on top of those, solve the problem? No, the weeds would literally soak up all of the water, everything, and the, the, the seeds would die. You have to first uplift the, the roots of the, um, of the weeds in order to even give the seeds an opportunity and chance to grow. That's what true coaching is. You can get to the actual root of the problem. You can lift up the weeds for other people and you can help them start planting seeds, which is what we do inside of our heart voice. And this is really powerful for other people. But once again, I want you to now flip it back to yourself. What do you think it would be like if you were able to ask yourself powerful enough questions or get coached for some of the things that maybe are outside of your sphere of influence right now, because in reality, you have all the behind the scenes stuff. And there's some blind spots that we all have that are head voice. When you can identify that and you can uplift that, then you can plant a new seed. And that's when the heart really takes off. And that's what happened for me. Not only did it like help me succeed in my, um, in my business and be able to retire, but it also helped me become a better father and a better husband, a better police sergeant, a better friend. Because now I understand when somebody comes up against something, when my kids are frustrated, when people are doing the things that I, that I'm like, I've given you these steps. I now don't make it mean something about me. And I also don't make it mean something about them. I get curious and I get to the root of what's actually holding them back. And I can't tell you when you get to the root of people's problems, they will follow you anywhere. They'll be like, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're selling, but whatever it is you're doing next, please let me know because I want to be a part of that. Not only for the energy, but because I know that you're here to really help me. And that, my friends, is what changed the game for me. The difference between mentoring and true coaching. All right, Josh. That was some good stuff. Do you guys love that? Did that help anybody? Now, how many of you are ready to learn how all of this applies to sales and marketing. Hey, what's up, friends? I am so excited to announce my brand new Six Months to Six Figures membership. This program was created as basically a best hits version of all of the programs I have done for the last 10 years to help over 40,000 entrepreneurs. And here's why we put together this program, because we have found that so many entrepreneurs out there are struggling, and I mean struggling with sales and marketing. And the reality is there's almost no one out there actually giving you a blueprint for how to develop messaging that connects and converts. Everyone out there is telling you to show up more, to believe more, to do more, but no one's really teaching you exactly what to do. And so inside the six months to six figures, I'm going to be giving you the blueprint to creating powerful messaging that connects and converts. Because I'm a certified life performance and leadership coach, we're also going to be doing a ton of work on your mindset as well as developing your leadership skills so that you can be the kind of person that has full confidence in what you have to offer, but also in your ability to help others once they join you. So if you want to hop into this group, you can get 30 days for free 
30 days free in my new six months to six figures program by just clicking on the link that we have right here in the description and in the show notes on the podcast. Hope to see you inside soon.